Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group, member FINRA SIPC. Sierra Ridge Wealth Management is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group. guys it is freaking december 23rd where in the heck did 2019 go this year (laughs) pretty psycho christmas is two days away and i hope you've gotten all your shopping done because luckily i just finished up this afternoon not sure why i'm so bad about christmas shopping stuff i always wait until the last minute to get all my shopping done every year and every year i tell myself i'm gonna get it all done early and Just relax a few last days leading up to Christmas, but nope, (laughs) never ends up happening. I totally messed up this year. I should have done all my shopping while I was in Vegas last weekend. They have so many shops and booths set up that it it would have been so easy to get everything, but of course I put the shopping off. I'm not even a procrastinator. Usually I I like to get stuff done in a good, timely manner, but (laughs) I seriously hate shopping so much. I have to drag myself into the stores to get it all done. And shopping is super hard. I never know what to get my mom or my sister. I don't even like shopping for myself. How am I supposed to know what to get the girls in the family? And then having to wrap everything. If I'm lucky, I'll catch my sister in a pretty good mood and and she'll help me wrap some of my presents for me. But if not, you can very easily tell which presents under the tree were wrapped by me. Uneven corners. They look a little bit janky, but at least you can't see what's inside of them. All right, guys, if you're new to the show, my name's Hunter Lowry, and I'm a financial advisor in Sacramento, California with Sierra Ridge Wealth Management. And I'm trying to reach out to as many people as possible and spread my message so that I can help people get rid of the stresses that money issues can bring and just help people reach their financial goals. Like Christmas shopping and wrapping for me, the marketplace can be very tough and for some people extremely stressful. Knowing how to properly invest and diversify your money to reach your specific goals, it can be challenging and very time-consuming, especially if the market doesn't interest you to begin with. And that's why I'm here, to take that burden off of you, to put things in simple terms, and to help you reach financial freedom, whatever that looks like for your situation. Okay, so back to Christmas. I had a few clients this year. They had a fantastic idea of switching things up And they're asking me, you know, exactly how can we get all this done that they had imagined? You know, every year, especially if you have kids, uh, you're going to be buying them all sorts of stocking stuffers and different knickknacks. And especially when your family's young and you have young kids and everything, even if it was just a pack of gum or a candy bar or a toothbrush, you're still going to wrap it because the more unwrapping you get to do when you're little, the more fun, right? My mom and dad, they were so awesome with the wrapping. I can't even imagine how late they stayed up wrapping so many little things, but we always loved it. But you know how it goes. When your kids start to get a little older, the knickknacks and the unwrapping, it's not quite as necessary, and the abundance of presents isn't really as necessary as it was before. So these clients asked me, they said, Hunter, what kind of account can we open up for our children so that we can fund it every year as a present to our kids and really help them get a good head start for their financial future? Right off the bat, best decision I told them would be to open a Roth. We can put up to $6,000 a year in for each kid, and they can use this money down the road for a first-time home purchase, 
higher education expenses, unforeseen medical expenses, and some other qualified events without taking that 10% penalty. But also, they can pull out any of the initial after-tax money invested. So if they've been contributing $6,000 a year for three years, then they can take out $18,000 for anything without the 10% penalty. However, they just cannot take out the gains made during those three years. But if they're able to just leave the money in there and keep maxing it out every year with the $6,000 a year, then they're really going to be set up well down the road. So with this math, putting in $6,000 a year and getting an average 8% annual return, by year 10, they're going to have over $80,000 in this account. By year 20, they're going to have $268,000. And by year 30, $673,000. So say you start this off for a younger child when they're 10 years old, maybe. By the time they turn 40 years old with this 8% annual return, they're going to have $673,000 in this account already. It's just going to set them up huge for their future goals. So the question is, how can we fund a Roth for a child that's not working? Because in order to fund a Roth, right, it has to be after tax dollars that you made from working. So what we can do for you is if you own a company, we can pay them through the company payroll. However, if you do not own a company, then we can set up a different LLC and we can pay them through that. This way, they're showing that they're making income and we can just pull all of that income they earned that year right into their account. Obviously, still knowing that the max is $6,000 a year. Now, another little barrier to entry here, you can't open up a Roth until you're 18 years old. So until your child turns 18, it would just be a custodial account under the parent's name. But once they hit 18 years old, then it's a very simple transition to just put it under their name. So definitely something just to think about. How long is your child going to be into their new video game or, you know, all the little knickknacks that they're getting this year? Realistically, not super long. But setting up an investment like this for them and explaining the significance over time, it's a fantastic present. And it's going to help them throughout their entire life. <laughs> Do not get me wrong. I'm not anti-presence whatsoever. But, you know, just this idea that these clients had, it kind of put things in perspective for me. And I, I thought it was a fantastic idea. Okay, switching topics. Another thing that I wanted to address. Four different things that you should get off your checklist by the end of this year or early next year. Number one, you should meet with your advisor if you have one or just meet with your spouse and go over where you are at on the year. If you have an advisor, they should be reaching out to you to set up a meeting or you should just talk to your spouse about this because it's super important to see how the year went. You know, make sure that you're on track with your goals or see if changes need to be made so that you can get back on track for this following year. It's easy to just get lulled into the holiday season and not want to do this, but you have to stay proactive and not get caught behind. Number two, it's take tax losses. If you have some investments that, you know, just haven't really done that well this year, it might be a good time to take a loss on these. Definitely consult with a financial professional if you're thinking of doing this. And be aware, if you do do this, you cannot reinvest in the security within the next 30 days. Number three, make sure to take out required minimum distributions. If you haven't done this already, they are due by the end of the year. And this only applies to any listeners who are 70 and a half or older. But if you are, make sure you're taking out your RMDs so you do not get hit with a penalty. Okay, lastly, and this one's not as crazy, but I still think it's important because I see all of these posts on social media this time of year 
and they're saying, oh man, I don't have any money left over after buying all these Christmas presents. And you know, there's all these memes about just being dead broke after Christmas shopping. Do not spend your whole entire savings account on gifts and have to start over at zero January 1st. Why would you want to ruin the holiday season by putting a financial strain on yourself? It's just silly. Trust me, your family and friends will understand if they don't all get Rolexes for Christmas. I'm willing to bet they would rather get something smaller and know that you're doing what's right for your bank account. Plus, there's so many homemade and sentimental things you can do that really might even mean more than some fancy watch. So don't be the one posting that you have to eat ramen and drink just water for the next month because of Christmas shopping, because you got your fair warning right here. All right, guys, seriously hope everyone has a fantastic Christmas and travel safe wherever you're headed out to. I'll be right here in Auburn, hanging out with the family and playing games inside since I believe it's going to be raining like crazy all day. But pretty excited for it. Those days are sometimes the most fun. And as always, if you want to go over your portfolio and jumpstart yourself towards your financial goals, especially coming up onto this new year, go hit me up on my calendar. Go to hunterlowry.com and schedule a call with me. Oh, another thing. I also got my Facebook business page all finished up. And I'm going to be posting on there market updates and all sorts of stuff. So go like the Wealth Accelerator podcast page on Facebook and you'll be able to stay up to date with everything that's going on. All right. I hope Santa finds everybody's house this year and doesn't leave any coal for anybody. (laughs) Thanks, guys, for tuning in. Have a great rest of your day.